Welcome to the Movie City Maniacs. On tonight's episode, our Friday the 13th series continues with Friday the 13th Part 7, The New Blood from 1988. Welcome everyone to the Movie City Maniacs. I'm Kyle. I'm Maddie, and I'm Adam. I thought we were we were gonna change the name to the Moopy City Maniacs. Are we doing Moopy? I've, I've I voted for it. I don't yeah. know if you guys voted for it too. It was in one of our polls on Instagram. I yeah. said, "Do you want us to be the Moopy City Maniacs <laughs> or the Movie City Maniacs?" It was resounding Moopy. Moopy. In a couple of years, we'll go with the Schmoopy. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll run that the next Shmoopy week. Schmitty Maniacs. <laughs> and joining us uh, once again. Mr. Jimmy Diamond, the moopiest of all the maniacs. Yeah, <laughs> I've been I've been like putting every time for Jimmy, like I have to describe him some way. So it's always like, it's always a quote from the movie, which is always ends up being terrible. Like I think I described him last episode as farthead. <laughs> uh, I forget how part five was, but uh, they have not been flattering. But it's not it's nothing personal, Jimmy. That I'm just those are the most memorable quotes. These are the breaks. At least Sorry, it buddy. wasn't uh, number four this time, and they didn't call you the dead fuck. Yeah, <laughs> that could be a lot worse. <laughs> I should, yeah, maybe that's. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. No, we didn't cover part four. Um, yeah, that would have been great. Uh, yeah, if you're just joining us for the first time, we're continuing our Friday the 13th series. We did the first four back in the, the late mid to late 30s of our episodes, and now we're continuing with the final four of the Paramount uh, uh, take on the series, I guess, with uh, four to eight. Uh, we just covered five and six, and we're going to cover seven tonight and finish off with eight next week. Jason versus Carrie. You guys excited or what? Jason versus Carrie would be something. <laughs> right? This is what this movie is, right? That they were trying to do that for sure, right? They were, they were trying to do that. <laughs> uh, no, this movie, yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. It's, it's, right. it's an interesting one. It, it has its fans. It's, it is the beginning of Kane Hodder, if you're a big Kane yeah. Hodder fan. Um but yeah, before we, we jump into uh, the Friday 13th goodness... Uh, we bought anything. Jimmy a gift. It's in the uh, penis enlargement kit we're going to give him. <laughs> <laughs> I did love that joke. Um, yeah, any, anything you guys want to talk about before we, we get into it, though, or anything exciting? No, you guys want to see what you watched this week? Yeah, I, I, I'd be good. Uh, Kyle, I, why don't you start? I think you're, you're going to... You know, wow us with what I was watching watched. some of your letterbox uh, viewings. You're ahead of everybody, I'm pretty sure. Uh, well, I, I'll start off with one that I know you did watch uh, from 1985. Uh, again, we have coming up in the summer, we're going to do, um, we always do our best of the year, but we're switching up in the midpoint of the year. We're going to do a best of we chose from a hat and we end up at 1985. So we're going to be doing. It's coming up. So like, I, yeah. you know, I, I, I watch soon. <laughs> I'm going to write like a theme song for that. Like to the staying alive, call it 85. 85. It, it's got to be more 80s themed. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that makes sense. All right. So, like, <laughs> it'll be like Disco Duck Bubble for 85. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do. Uh, but We're yeah, doing <laughs> it for the 85. Yeah. Oh, what is that song that's in everything? Man in Motion? <laughs> or like the. Uh... 
Yeah. Everybody wants, wants to rule. What about the playing with world. the boys? Yeah, that makes sense. Which kind of makes sense for us. Yeah. We're always, you know, we we, we we come to the show greased up, usually shirtless. You know, we're very yeah. comfortable with we our sexuality. It, like, with it each should just other. be like 1985, and that'll be how the episode start. <laughs> And then, like at the end, we'll have Elf or something jump in. He doing was, a yeah. montage of us like watching movies. Jimmy's got a great Elf impression. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah, so we're do- we're doing our uh, best in 1985. We're gonna do our top ten overall picks in horror, just like we do our best of the year. Anyways, we've been watching a lot of 85 movies. If you're wondering, yeah. uh, why we've been mostly covering 85 movies lately. But so yeah, anyways, I watched Clue from 1985. Awesome. Yeah, I also watched. Clue. Um, this is directed by Jonathan Lynn, uh, written by, or at least the story was by story, John Landis. Yeah. Uh, stars Tim Curry, Christopher Lloyd, Michael McKean, a bunch of other. Actors that I recognize, but yeah, like didn't know their names. Madeline Kahn, who is just awesome in this. Uh, the, the cast I think is amazing. It, I think everyone mm-hmm. is amazing. I will say, like, it starts out a little bit slow, but I think once the murder happens and it gets going, it kind of... Wait, there's a murder? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it, again, based on the board game. So, yes, the, the plot is these people end up at this house. They don't know why. There's a murder, and they're all trying to figure out who did it. Um, I think like once the murder happens, it's kind of unrelenting with a lot of like fun, silly gags. I think the cast is just having a blast. I do feel I don't like like the last 20 minutes where Tim Curry's explaining the murder, but he's yeah. reenacting literally the whole movie you just watched. And it and feels just, like it goes on. Like he literally running, goes from room to room. He's just running around the house. Explaining. So I'm not a fan of that, but I do love to when they release this movie. Does he roll the dice before he moves to a room to room or what? <laughs> Well, they do have like all like the wrench and everything. And I haven't seen it now. I'm oh. gonna watch it this week. What's kind of cool is when they released it in theaters. There was three different endings. You didn't know what ending you got, also, so like, you might have saw it. Whatever, and theater. I would have saw it, and we might have. You saw can different still endings. watch that on the Blu-ray. Yeah, the, the Blu-ray. Oh, it, it, the Blu-ray is awesome the way they do it too, because you can either choose a specific one or you can choose a random. I so think there's only know. one good ending though. So the endings honest. just are arbitrary. There's no way you can figure this out. The, well, mis- the mystery is, is not very yeah, good. I, yeah, I think that's kind of the problem. The mystery yeah. is like again, any film where you can have three endings that all and they work, all make sense. You know, the mystery doesn't mean. Much. Uh, for me, it's like you've got this amazingly charming cast that makes situations. They're 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 hamming it up. They're making it mm-hmm. silly. The jokes aren't very good. Like the, the actual written jokes, I think, are kind of bad. I, don't know. I, I think I kind of enjoyed most of them. <laughs> uh, I I think it it's pretty like you know open a joke book sort of yeah, jokes. One hundred and one jokes. But to occasionally impress. you're letting them just uh, improvise. Like there's a couple Madeline Kahn imp- improvised things that kill me, but they're again like they're not jokes. They're like reactions almost to what's mm-hmm. going on, or just like so little monologues. They they a capture. lot of like sexual humor too. Like the two women are very sexualized in this, and there's a lot of jokes that come out of that. I do love though where like. Um, is it the maid? And she's like, "Who wants to come with me?" And all the guys are like, "Me, me, me." And then Michael McKean's like, "Nope," or something. Yeah, like he's the, he's the gay guy. Yeah, he's like, "No, don't care. You can go by yourself." But uh, I, I don't know. I, I and just... then of course he gets grouped with her. Yeah, like yeah. that's occasionally like it just. I love this as a kid. Love this as yeah. a kid. This is one of the things I was most looking forward to watching, and it kind of does it hold up. I thought, for yeah. me, it did. I don't know. I enjoyed it more this time around. I, um, I definitely enjoyed it a lot less and a, and a lot. I just found the comedy was okay. The mm. mystery is non-existent. Like, it's kind of... We watched that other murder mystery from the 60s that was like uh, a, a William Castle thing. Do you remember that? Uh, 
it was it was it was the yeah. werewolf one. No, I know what you're talking no. about that, that one. I didn't see. I didn't enjoy that one. This one I enjoyed a lot. I, more. I felt this was close to that one, and that one I didn't. This is better than that. I mm. see. I, I disagree. Like I think I could. You, I could see the comparison to the mystery, and that it doesn't really matter. But I don't know. I think this one, like once it it goes running, like it doesn't really let up until like the end. Tim Curry reenactment thing. Yeah, he, it does a lot of tell. Like, there's there's not a lot of like interesting. There, I don't know. There's there's a lot or, of like little gags. I was kind of laughing out loud too. I don't know. Yeah, and I I, I thought I would. You didn't guffaw. Very rarely, and I, I, it was it was not usually in like an actual punchline. Mm-hmm. All the I I groaned at a bunch of the punchlines. Yeah. Um, again, the cast is so. Amazing, like everyone from Eileen Brennan, Leslie Ann Warren, who I, I, you know, would never be like Leslie Ann Warren. You know, she was in Color of Night, the comedic genius. Yeah, (laughs) she's amazing in this like chewing scenery. But again, like all her jokes are just like, hey, you're 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 run a brothel, right? So uh, (laughs) where's the soup at? You're a whore. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't even like clever. Um, So yeah, that that kind of. it just it just felt a little both the mystery and the comedy felt a little bit i think it Flat. stock to me just like you, you know this is what the comedian the catskills kind of wrote these yes, jokes and, yeah uh, exactly uh, uh what what are you going to give clue i think i'm going to give it 6.5 oh, wow. uh 7 and a half for me yeah that's not we're not yeah, yeah, yeah. i guess I do feel like I think comedy we definitely have we're kind of usually opposites because I know there's one film you may talk about today that I saw and you really liked it oh, <laughs> and I didn't really laugh at that. I don't. Do you want to talk about that now? Or uh, you, what was it? Uh, I'm curious now. Sure, I could just jump in and, yeah. and talk. So I, I'm assuming you're talking about Pee Wee's yeah. uh, Big Adventure uh, from 1985. Uh, this is the Tim Burton directed. Kyle talked about it on one of the last. Last episode or the episode mm. before that, I can't remember now. Uh, and this was another favorite of mine for a kid. So I watched Clue that morning, and then that evening it was like, well, let's yeah, give another one a, uh, a try. I love this. This now, do you you found this one funny? I thought this was hilarious. Oh, yeah, see, we definitely are opposites in humor. Um, yeah, like all the visual gags are, are are incredible in this. I think Pee Wee is just such a unique. Guy, you know, uh, I was dying. At, you know, when when him he picks up the convict, and you know the the first line is like he's explaining what he did, and the convict's telling it in this crazy way, and then he's he's just like he cut the tag off the the mattress, right? But <laughs> they they understand like, and and this is on burden too. Like all the scenes are set up in a way to totally mimic how. You know, this setup would be done in another movie. Yeah. Like they, they just nail that. And Pee Wee is a little bit like man child obnoxious, but I think why I, 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 I often have trouble with that. But in this you one, you can relate to him. I can relate to him t- uh, too much, usually, when they're the man childs. I just found like he, he never tries to make himself super likable. It's just like really organic through the character. Like it's, it's just an amazingly unique, singular character. The visual work from Burden is awesome. Yeah, I that's think that's kind of why you're watching is, this movie, great, right? Like but. one of the reasons, I guess. Yeah, I, I think it's a perfect melding of what what you know he had created with Pee Wee for mm-hmm. so long, and, and big blockbuster, and this guy that has such a unique visual sense coming together. I'd put this in. I was trying to think. Maybe Ed Wood is the only one I, I I'd have above this wow. in Burden's. 
This is like bottom tier. For really? For Minus like I think like I don't care about his new stuff. Yeah, that's like, saying like um, I would put yeah I would put like the Batman's. I would put Sleepy Hollow above this. I would put Edward Scissorhands. Scissorhands uh, I haven't seen in a in a in a good decade. I just watched oh, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice for sure. I would put yeah. above this. See, I I just watched Beetlejuice. These, these would be like right at the Top same tier. level for me. Wow. Um, yeah, I I loved it. I I oh. you know uh, it, it kind of was a redeeming thing. My wife and I were both like laughing. Ah. Like throughout the the whole thing, I think I think she always liked Pee Wee as a kid, and but I was like, yeah, I want to watch Pee Wee, and she's like, ah, I don't know. And then the, <laughs> I I was like, let's let's do it. I got to watch this this movie. Yeah, let's do it. Um, and yeah, both both loved it. Um, it's funny because yeah, like I love that era of Tim Burton, and I like Pee Wee like too. Herman. Yeah, I like the Christmas special. I even like the new movie. Like I laughed yeah. probably more in the new movie than I did in this one. So strange. I don't. I didn't like uh, the circus one though. That big was top pretty, big top Pee Wee was pretty terrible. But uh, yeah, I remember this was like. Oh, I was so Herman excited a, to revisit and didn't a romantic interest in this movie or no? No, not really. Yeah. Like he, he there's sp- a woman that like likes him. Yeah, he spurs the romantic yeah. interest, and I I, yeah. I love how that's all played out. I love the movie within a movie with Jar. Uh, Jar uh, it's not Josh Brolin. Is it Josh Brolin? I haven't seen this. Uh, it might be. Or James Brolin. James Brolin. Yeah. yeah. The father. Yeah. Uh, and and Morgan Fairchild. <laughs> it's so good. And then Pee Wee's in the background doing some stuff that I just love. I loved it. I, I'm going to give it 8.5. Oh, wow. wow. Cresting potentially on a nine. Like, All right. Wow. All right. Because you gave it, what, like six? No, it's seven, seven and a half, I think. Oh. That yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. So on your recommendation, I watched this movie that I loved as a kid, A Real Genius. Haven't seen it in oh, years. Yeah. I loved this movie. It has everything I want in the 80s, full of montages, full of likable character. Every single person in this movie knew their role. Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer is, so good. is so charming. The nerd is so – there's like this nerd who goes to this uh, – Val Kilmer is good in everything. Can yeah, we just like – I, I agree. Like I he, think he's he one of the more be, underrated uh, actors. Batman Forever, Batman. yeah. <laughs> but I don't even know if that's his. Like he's okay in that movie. They just went a different tone with that film. I think he was all like Island he probably shouldn't be Batman, right? Like yeah. he, I think I don't know. I yeah, I honestly don't mind him as Batman. I, I think it's just that film. Like it's, again, it's hard to say if he's a good Batman because that film is so terrible yeah. that it's hard. Like hey, yeah, he's great. But like yeah, like you look at what he's his career, like it's pretty solid. Even like when he had that little comeback around the Kiss Kiss Bang Bang era, he did like three or Port four of movies. Call, that New were, Orleans. I think there was like Spart. What was it? Spartan? I don't. He did like three the or four Saint? movies that were like no, the Saint was the nineties. Saint. I, yeah. I like the Saint too. Yeah. That's so fun. But he did like Tombstone, of course. Yeah. Um, Top Gun. You know, he just had this career that oh, I, Top Secret. I think is one of the is good as. Yeah, I guess, you know, yeah. any of those spoof movies. I've always wanted him to play Gambit in like a, uh, he's like a road weary Gambit from like the oh, X-Men. Yeah. And like after watching him in Tombstone, I'm like, he would be a perfect Gambit in like an actual X-Men movie that's, like Logan. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. I'm really curious how much he's going to be in Top Gun. Like I, I have a feeling yeah. it's going to be like a mention. Like he's going to be like a teacher and like, hey, there, Iceman is going to like raise his yeah, hand. I think, I, th- I think he's just going to be the pitcher on the wall, like <laughs> Bill Murray in the second Charlie. It, actually, it, it might be something like that. Yeah. Because yeah. unfortunately, again, like because he had all this, it's hard to, to, you know, have you got you guys haven't watched Val yet? The documentary? no, no, I haven't I seen it. it. Is it heartbreaking? Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but yeah. I've heard that it's ha- haven't uh, built myself yeah. up for that yeah. to see him bro- bro- uh, break the Iceman's mountain. You haven't watched this one yet, real? It was just me that saw. <laughs> no, real yeah, I, I need yeah. to see this. Yeah. So, anyways, what's going on in this movie? We talked about it earlier with Diamond. Uh, this little nerd kid who's like 15 gets accepted to this like genius academy where hypothetically they're building this like laser. 
And they don't know they're building it for a military complex to like isolate people and just destroy the people with just one laser beam. Boom. And the one dean is such like a skeezing guy who's making yeah. deals with the the government to get fun funding for this, but he's such an asshole in this. It's the same guy from Ghostbusters who's the asshole in Ghostbusters. William Atherton. Who's trying to shut down the uh, oh, Ghostbusters. Okay. And they're having so much fun in this college just trying to figure out life and be acceptable for being a smart nerd. And there are so many great montages and them building this laser and like getting along, partying, uh, getting revenge on some of like the jock nerds that are kind of giving them the hard time. Well, jock nerds, not the right Preppy. Thing. Yeah. Preppy, preppy nerds. Elitist nerds yeah. that are kind of giving them the gears because of the young guy on campus. It is so much fun. It's full of heart. It's full of laughs. Is it like a teen romp? Like, are the gags kind of teen rompy or not it's really? More PG than oh, like a okay. teen romp. Like, it, there's really no. There's a, well, there's the Deborah Foreman line. Yeah, yeah. That comes out of absolutely nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there are some like dick jokes, but like, yeah. like, there's like few and far between. Yeah. And there, yeah, it's, it, there's like, it's not completely clean, yeah. the humor, but. It's PG-13. also thirteen. Yeah. It doesn't have Andrew Dice Clay. Or no, anything no, in no, there. no, 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 <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm giving eight point five. Like I, oh, I wow. love this movie. Yeah, I, I like I gave it seven point five in the show, and I think I I uh, preface that going maybe it's an eight. Like I I mm-hmm. I, I, I had such a blast watching it. Yeah, I, you want to watch it again? Like every every moment of this movie is fantastic. Yeah, I I, I almost think I undervalued it because. It's really good. I love mm-hmm. the secret layer that yeah. John Grease is in. That one in. guy who loses his mind, and yeah. he's like the guy who's like helps him build the laser. Um, yeah, I, 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 that was a, a find, I think, mm-hmm. for me. Uh, Jimmy, you watch anything? Honestly, I did not. <laughs> no worries. Uh, I'll jump Kyle in will then. will fill it up. Yeah. Uh, so I watched, uh, again, we're, we're getting a lot of repeats because we're going through all the same 1985 movies, but I watched a movie uh, Adam talked about recently, The Purple Rise, sorry, Rise, The Purple Rose, Rose of, of Cairo. Cairo. Yep. Uh, this is a Woody Allen picture, stars uh, Mia Farrow and Jeff Daniels. Um, yeah, such a unique but odd concept that somehow, like it works and it, it yeah. doesn't, pretty much, as, as Adam mentioned, Mia Farrow goes to the theater. She's kind of got like a, not the greatest life. Her husband is like this sleazy dude that doesn't work. But the movies are her uh, respite from all yeah, of that. Yeah, escape, escape. And uh, yeah, and she's this one picture she goes to see. Or actually, I think she's leaving her husband. She goes to theater and spends like all day watching the same movie over and over again. And the, and she's already seen it a couple times yeah. before that week. Yeah. yeah. And Jeff Daniels like notices her off the screen and literally walks off the movie mm-hmm. and comes and, you know, they, they build this like relationship and he's... You know, there, there's like this romance there, and then, but then, the studio is pissed because now the they audience is mad that they don't. The, like the movie is still playing without Jeff Daniels' character in the movie, and they're like, "What the fuck? How do we do this movie? Like, where is he for the next scene?" And there's all this existential <laughs> stuff. Like, if they turn off the screen, yeah. like all these people that are on the screen that have now kind of come alive, are they'll be dead? Yeah, they won't exist. No longer. So the studio's angry. At Jeff Daniels, the actor, yeah, like his character. So then he comes in to try to like get this guy back in the movie. And there's you can even hear like in other cities that he's now trying to escape to. Yeah. Um. 
So it's so weird, but it all just works so well. Like the way, and the script is so witty. The all the characters it's are so like stop j- jokes yeah. uh, throughout the uh, her whole thing. Ter- her husband. I can't remember the Danny actor's Aiello. name. Danny, yeah, Danny he's, Aiello. Yeah, he's awesome. so good in this. Just such a terrible, <laughs> awful guy. Like he's a guy that's like sitting there not looking for a job. She's off working the whole time, and then she's he's playing dice, yeah, and gambling, and then and, and then bugging ch- and bumming money off her, and then but he's then he's checking out like women and bringing home women while she's off at work drinking and, and yeah. But but again, like it's never like done in a too serious of a manner where you don't feel like like gross and like it's done like in a humorous way, like the, the way he talks and how he tries to explain it and 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 his reasoning behind it. It's it's funny. Like the whole movie is kind of funny. I would the only thing that didn't work for me is like I thought some of the romance was a little too like I almost I feel like it works better when it's just got that like banter and charm with all the, the characters. Though, like the romance, like and. I don't want to give give too much away, but it it's almost set up to like be like she's in one of these movies, yeah. but these movies aren't real. Real in in the end, and yeah, the the ending isn't was a nice surprise. I did really enjoy the ending. Yeah, I, I really liked it. I, it's not my favorite Woody Allen film of the one I've ones I've seen, but again, like I th- I've only seen a handful of his movies, and I've liked them all. So mm. I, I think I, I definitely again need to keep on checking out his. Yeah, films. as long as you stay I, away from like anything that he made post post. Well, I did see that. I, I saw the um, Midnight in Paris. Yeah, which yeah. I didn't mind that. Yeah, it's a uh, like one of the better. Yeah, but also like Midnight in yeah. Paris is just a, like yeah. in my opinion just okay. Yeah, and but yeah, this is one I hadn't seen in. I, I, it's kind yeah. of fun when you find out about a director or actor after the fact where they have mm-hmm. like 40 years or whatever it is you to go back like to. And you can, dive. yeah, you can go through and it's like, and yes, maybe the last 10 years were good. Yeah. Like the beginning That's of the insane. 70s, right? So there's, there's a like, lot I of Like I still need to there. check out like, um, uh, what's the one? Broadway Danny Rose. Is it Broadway Danny Rose? Yeah. That, that I've heard good things about. Um, uh, radio play I radio think. days radio days like, there, there's a bunch of, like sound really interesting so i'm excited anyways i'm gonna give, great yeah like lots of yeah uh I, i'm gonna give it seven and a half um it's close to an eight again there's just like little things that i maybe i wanted a little more out of but i, I do think Would like the script you is consider just so fucking this good a prequel to the last action hero <laughs> yeah i made yeah. a joke about that yeah. Oh, did you yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, come on stop recycling <laughs> jokes <laughs> Sorry, right? uh I I it's it's fast though too like yeah I, I think I this is another one talking about un, undervaluing stuff I think I undervalued it when I I I can't remember I gave it an eight or eight point five it might be more because it's eighty five minutes and I went oh well this is great but it's eighty five minutes it feels like some of the stuff wasn't developed and then I thought about it it was like what what what, what do you want from what them? what else did I want I don't and, and, I think I just didn't care as much about the romance and like you said maybe. I, I don't know, but like even when they're together, like yeah. she's just trying to get a better life. That's all that it, the the romance yeah. really equates to. But the dialogue between them is hilarious, and the scene where they're playing music together is so yeah, fucking that's charming. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the only well, romantic. I, I think I think Mia Farrell is extremely charming in this. Oh, yeah. I mean, whatever you know, who knows between the real life Woody Allen and Mia Farrell? I'm not going to get into that. She's charming as heck in there, and this is a great fucking script by Allen. So and and her. You know, yeah. Oh, she wrote it too. I okay. believe so. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again. Uh, what else did you guys watch? Uh, I got one more for this week, and that's it. Cool. Uh, so I watched The Northman. I was curious about oh, this. Nice. I saw your uh, 
a letterbox. And I'm like, ooh, I want to talk about this. How is it? It's awesome. Yeah, is it like worth the anticipation? Uh, so it is, you know, Edgar's doing a crazy epic Viking movie. Viking movie that takes place in Iceland and all of these other places. So basically it's this this kid who is going to be one day the kind of king or or like the viking the, yeah the, the of his community so every there's like a millions a uh, m- million of them at least jimmy's here <laughs> yeah, to laugh exactly <laughs> he gets it uh and then quickly uh tragedy strikes and he has to go off and then he just becomes this hulked out crazy viking warrior and they do terrible shit to people when they're approaching there's a battle sequence early that is brutal oh so he's not like really a likable lead he is like you want him to get his vengeance, <clears throat> yeah, his revenge. Oh, so the people he's doing terrible things were deserve it. No, oh, okay. <laughs> he doesn't do the worst stuff. The people he's with though do. Uh, like he's just a, a he's just a guy that's going he's in the wrong. Place he's like a soldier. He's a soldier. Soldiers are you know doing the terrible stuff. Like and, come yeah. and see the 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 Russian movie from 1985 that I w- kind of was blown away by. Like the stark reality of war that I watched mm. a few weeks ago. There's a scene in this that definitely takes from that, and it's the most brutal one, but it's, like, done in, like, three minutes instead of, you know, 25 uh, mm. uh, unfolding. But it, it, it moves at a, a quite a good clip. Uh, I think occasionally, like, I would have liked a little bit more of the, f- uh, like, fantastical, drugged-out, insanity that he has going a few mm-hmm. times there's like some pretty great stuff early on with William Defoe there uh and later with William Defoe when he's pretty I'm sure you see William Defoe's else. dong in this is that... he slaps his dick right yeah. at the beginning <laughs> <laughs> that's how it opens up my Defoe's kind of if he's in a movie now yeah. my, my review is uh, a slapping dick of a good time <laughs> Uh, That's why we didn't like uh, uh, Spider-Man 2, right? Is that why we didn't like it? So like William uh, Defoe's dong wasn't in it? He doesn't slap any yeah. dicks in any of those Spider-Man pieces of trash. Now, does this feel like there was any studio interference? Because apparently this film... They uh, edited it. Yeah, they, they kind of took it away. He didn't get the final cut on it. it he didn't get the final cut. Are we still talking about his dick? Yeah. <laughs> so Very so nice. what ended up happening was they saw it and they, they were like, hey, these are the notes, like... It's hard to understand some of these parts. And there's a great, I don't know, did you read the long article with him? Yeah, I read the interview. Like, it sounded like he said, like, it's not his movie necessarily. I don't, I didn't get that. Like, I don't think it was the first cut he made, but he he says that they would have, they weren't done editing Mm -hmm. the movie. It was just like a, a first cut of the movie. And yeah, like, I think before the movie's even shot, it's not the movie that he would have made. Yeah, w- was my impression. Like, mm. I there, think there's a lot of money went into this, right? Yeah, it was ninety million dollars. Yeah. I, I think and it's probably gonna be the last time he may yeah. get might get that. Now, I I have read recently, like even though it's not doing the box office, they already know the streamer situation. They want to pay handsomely for yeah. Uh, hmm. this. Yeah, whoever gets this is going to be like they're going to pay a lot of money to be yeah. the 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 one that that's doing this. It's so going to crave, right? So they're not worried. It, I. Probably yeah. in HBO Max, mm. maybe. Mm. Um, so I think it, yeah, it might be actually soon. But you got to, like, if you guys can see it, see it on the big screen. Yeah. It is fantastic looking, and it, it's, it, it's just visceral. You can feel everything that's going on. Uh, yeah, the, the battle sequences are great. All of the fucking mythology is super good. I, I, again, maybe it was streamlined 
a little bit too much to the, you know, Braveheart, Gladiator sort of, mm. maybe Gladiator is the better example, sort of like blockbuster movie thing. Like I, I would have liked maybe 5% more weirdness. Yeah. I, it's still pretty. Yeah. It, it, Where do, how do you feel do this fits thing. compared to, his, like, where would you rank it compared to his other, his first two films? It's more, I guess it's such a different It's film, a lot but. different movie. Uh, I hadn't thought about this. Like, I would say I enjoyed it more than The Lighthouse. Okay. Because uh, The Lighthouse is almost like the ultimate weird. Yeah. Yeah. And this is probably the most mainstream in the Definitely the most mainstream. It, it does have elements that feels very similar to The Witch. It, it seems like it's very, as authentic as you can make a movie about. Vikings. In the 8th or 9th mm. century or whatever it is. Uh, I'm going to give 8.5. Wow. Ooh. So uh, I think it's check it out, eh? pretty fantastic. But I also like The Witch made, was the uh, was that in my top 20 horror yeah, movies of all time? So. Or like t- yeah, I think you top really 25? Think, like yeah. I love The Witch. It's awesome. Uh, maybe, maybe it's only top 30 actually on my list. I'll check that out while <laughs> somebody else talks about a movie. I watched Enemy Mine. Have you guys seen this? No, I, it I is haven't like watched. Swiss Family Robinson meets Aliens meets a, a Lethal Weapon. Uh, who's a fella from um, Inner Space? Uh, uh, Dennis Quaid. Yeah, Quaid. Uh, he's chasing down this Drac, this evil alien Drac, and like I guess he gets a bit too close to this uh, abandoned planet, and they both crash, and they kind of like have to uh, survive. But first, they're trying to like kill each other. It's played by uh, the Drac. Is played by Louis Gossett Jr. And he, okay. at first they're like, ooh, I'm going to kill you. So he captures him, like steals his gun, destroys the ship so he can't get off. And then the tides turn and they have to reline each other and they kind of start buddy-buddying up. And he teaches him Drac language. He teaches him English. So it's their kind of forming a friendship. And all the while, there are these crazy monsters that live on this planet trying to get them just because, ooh, they look tasty. So they okay. guys are coming up out of the ground, like almost like monsters of Sarlacc. And this is 85, I'm 85, guessing. you got Sounds it. cool. It's awesome. And uh, something mm-hmm. happens where they... Somehow a kid gets involved in this thing. They find a child in this planet. So Dennis Crate is now raising this kid, and the kid gets kidnapped by these poachers. So he has to. He gets rescued. And he takes a, a spaceship and goes to, tries to rescue this kid. And almost like a uh, Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom esque like a uh, factory. These kids are slaves to, and he has to rescue them. It is so much fun, man. It is awesome. And even though Louis Gossett Jr. has a bunch of makeup and prosthetics on him, he delivers an outstanding performance huh. as this crazy drag, man. I'm giving it 7.5. Like, it's on Disney Plus. Check it out. Like, I think yes. you're going to love it. You might hate it. <laughs> <laughs> he did point at me for yeah, loving yeah. it and Kyle yeah, hating yeah, exactly. it. Uh, just for people back home. Opposite. I, I'm just going to jump in quickly because I did look up. So, I had it as my number five movie of the last, a uh, horror movie of the last decade. Ah. Uh. And I had it as my 32nd top horror movie wow. of all time. That's the still Witch. insane. So, uh, yeah. So I really like The Witch. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see on a, on a second viewing of The Northman where it, where it lands. Awesome. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be quick with these last two because there's not too much to say about them. Uh, last episode, I believe, or maybe it was the episode before I watched the violence uh, movies that were kind of Jason oh, yeah, knockoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these are two other Jason knockoffs that I've been wanting to watch. Uh, from the 2000s, uh, talk about movies Adam would hate. <laughs> so the first one called Bloody Murder from 2000. It's literally your typical low-budget yeah. 2000 slasher. It's got like no cinematography, terrible acting, terrible dialogue. But a uh, hockey mask. A hockey mask killer called Terry Morehouse. The lead character is like Jason. His name is Jason, the lead uh, counselor. No nudity. 
kills are unremarkable. It really has not not much going for it. I get there, there's kind of like this cool m- bloody murder game that they play that's pretty much hide and hide and seek yeah. in, in the at nighttime in the woods. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, again, I'm a sucker for camp counselors. I'm a sucker for uh, slashers and camps. Is that the only redeeming quality of this yeah, movie? Yeah, th- this you? movie was terrible. I'm going to give it three and a half. Um, so, I, but I stupid, not stupidly, but that's is that followed it up word? with the sequel. Yeah. Followed it up with the sequel, Bloody Murder Two: Closing Camp from 2003. Now, I heard this one was better, and it is. I it, it follows a lot of the same beats. Like the plot is almost similar. Like there's literally mm-hmm. moments that almost feels like they're remaking it, but it looks a little bit better. The acting and dialogue are a little bit better. Still not great. One thing is though, it does have, you know, for a slasher, you expect that nudity. You're getting that here. So if, if you're one of those guys that like, you want the sleaze, if the slasher doesn't have nudity, it's terrible. I'm not one of those people. Cause most of my favorite slashers don't have nudity, but I know some people feel that that is an important aspect. You're getting that in here. Most importantly for me though, you are getting the kills are, are much more improved. There was actually some moments that were kind of like tense and, and well oh, yeah. directed. Uh, the way some of them were done. Uh, there's one where one guy literally gets like his legs hacked off, and I, I don't know. I, I thought it looked, yeah, everything about it was better. There, there's both of them have a mystery of who who's doing it. I thought the mystery again was a little bit more engaging in this one. You know, it, it wasn't who I thought it was. Um, so I, I, again, still not a great movie, but I'm gonna go maybe five and a half, six. Like definitely a huge. Increase from jump uh, up, um, but yeah, again, like you could probably just watch the Friday Thirteenth movies, <laughs> but if you want that two thousand slasher, everyone uh, knows the best slashers <laughs> were made post two thousand, right? Like everyone knows this. It's it's common knowledge. Yeah, yeah they, Adam would absolutely dread this. Like if you struggle with like Wrong Turn or something, like those are like Oscar worthy <laughs> compared to these films. But uh, yeah, I still kind of had. I'm glad I watched them. Maybe. You know, I'm, am I going to revisit the first one ever again? Maybe, probably not. But the, the second one, I could see myself checking out again when you want that. You know, there's only so many um, slashers set in camps mm. with camp counselors and stuff. So, um, <laughs> like eighty percent of them, like camps. <laughs> uh, surprisingly, you uh, you think that I actually have like a whole wall yeah. dedicated to slashers, and like only there, there's not as many that you think yeah. take place like a lot of them take place in malls and schools and yeah. and like that like there's the madman there's you know school the, malls even just before yeah. dawn and, and whatnot but uh, yeah there's not as many as you you would think so, um anyways yeah is that it then or did maddie you watch no that's it, that's it for me all right well yeah i guess uh we went that pretty quickly let's jump in here's the trailer uh for the movie we're covering today friday 13th part 7 the new blood from 1988 This is the one you've been waiting for. What's happening to me? Your psychokinesis and these delusions are... No, you're not listening to me! The one you've been asking for. Hey, (laughs) Tina, isn't this the way they wear their jackets back in the mental hospital? (laughs) Concentrate. Concentrate, Tina! The one you've been dying for. You people give me the creeps. Okay, you big hunk of a man, come and get me! Jason is back. But this time, someone is waiting. Jason? Hey, don't go in there! 
Friday the 13th, part 7, The New Blood. Opening Friday, May 13th, the deadliest day of the year. There goes the neighborhood. A young girl who possesses the power of telekinesis accidentally causes her father's death after a family dispute at Crystal Lake. Years later, when a doctor tries to exploit her abilities, her power becomes a hellish curse, and she unwittingly unchains the merciless, bloodthirsty Jason Voorhees from his watery grave. Who doesn't want to watch yeah, that film? Yeah, Bad News Cruise comes in. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is known as, I guess, the the Jason versus Carrie. They're gonna call That's it what they're trying the for. <laughs> yeah, Friday 13th. Um, this is, of course, uh, directed by John Caro. Is it Buchler? How do you no. pronounce him? Buchler? Uh, probably most famous horror fans. He did like Troll and mm-hmm. Dungeon Master. Some of the best. My, my, he actually did a film I really like, Ghoulie Street, Ghoulies Go to College. Yeah. Well, which he's a uh, special effect guy, right? Like, yeah, he was a special effects yeah. guy and then got into directing from that. I mean, that's pretty much he why he got this film. Full I'm Moon, sure. like Charles Band used to do the, uh, for all the Full Moon Oh, yeah, he did like Reanimator. He even yeah. did like, uh, he did like, I think, the, the special effects for ha- Halloween, a couple of the Halloween films, yeah. Halloween 4 and Cursed, and then a couple of the Nightmare uh, 4 and Final Nightmare, I think. Dolls, which, yeah, yeah, from beyond, like a lot of great, he's a great special effects yeah. guy. Director, you know, that, that's up. You can definitely you know. tell. This movie was like, all right, I want a vehicle for special effects. Like, Jason, okay, cool. Let's uh, take his mask off as quickly as we can. I guess this is like the uh, one where they knock his mask off like two minutes into the film. Well, no. Well, this is, a, the whole, the, the way this happened is interesting because it was meant to be, uh, the Jason versus Freddy film, mm. and uh, that was the plan, but they couldn't come to a deal. That you, you have to. Re- what a lot of people don't realize, even though probably now Friday Thirteenth is maybe more talked about and revered over the years, but then like Friday or Nightmare on Elm Street was the way bigger hit. Yeah. They were like killing, and Friday Thirteenth kept them going down and down and down. Even though, again, every time you read up on these films, they call them like didn't Bombs. do that well, and then you look and it's like they did like seven times your budget. Like that's pretty fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I guess, again, the problem was their numbers kept on going down and down and down. Well, I'm curious, because usually, like, uh, they have, like, a pretty bad movie that's critically uh, panned, like, uh, The Fifth. Number six takes a No, hit. but six didn't even do that well. Like, yeah, I know, because yeah, number five yeah. didn't do well, because everyone's like, oh, this movie sucks, but six takes a hit, and, like, it's actually a good movie. Yeah. So people, oh, I like six. Let's watch seven. So seven usually gets a bit, bit of a bump, so right. seven's, uh, spoilers, not that great. So, like, eight took a bump, too. <laughs> But yeah, yeah and it, but yeah, so the two companies though couldn't come yeah. to a deal. New Line and Paramount, uh, so that didn't happen. Uh, Tom uh, McClellan from uh, from the director of Part Six, he had an idea. I, I don't know if this was supposed to sequel this, but he had some idea a where gag? it's like two. No, it's it's two. It's two people in um uh, in a psychi- mental patients in a psychiatric home, and it's like them killing different people, and then they battle. But then it turns out they were actually Freddy versus Jason or some weird thing. I, I didn't uh, understand what that when I was reading up on it. Mm-hmm. And then he had like, um, then his idea was like, uh, oh, well, what other properties do you own? And like, oh, Cheech and Chong, let's do like a Cheech and Chong meets Frank. It's like <laughs> how, how Universe was doing the Abbott and Costello. That. Yeah, that'd yeah. be amazing, right? <laughs> they should have done that. Yeah, that would have been probably better. But what's funny is so um, Frank Bacuso Jr., he's been the executive producer on these. And this um, associate producer, uh, Barbara Sachs, she comes in and she's like, I want to do like a good movie. Like yeah. she was like, let's do like kind of like Jaws. You are in the wrong yeah. place. <laughs> Honestly, after six movies of this, let's try to just change the trajectory of I this. I kind of thought like, her idea yeah. was interesting. It was going to kind of be like, 
kind of like Jaws or even Amityville, where I guess they decide these, um, uh, uh, what would it be like? Um, they're going to build properties over Crystal Lake mm. and try to ignore that this thing ever happened. And then the the curse is awakened and all the people would be knocked cool, off. Um, but that didn't happen. And then she's like, no, I want to do like, I want to do this like it's an Academy Award picture. She was actually trying to get, apparently, um, who was it? Fellini. Fellini? Fellini to direct a Friday the 13th. All right. You know what? I would love it. I think that'd be awesome. (laughs) That would have been insane. Like, apparently she was trying to do, like, something more with this. Uh, but then they're like, no, like we got to go where it sells. So yeah. uh, Frank Mancuso this and the, was the writer. This probably the uh, crown and the jewel that was Paramount at this point, right? Like, Well, again, it, again, like they hated these films. But they kept making money. Well, like, exactly. That's the fist. thing. Like they wanted to yeah. end after every film. That's yeah. why like when they were doing the final chapter, it's like they wanted to end. But then it was this huge success. And it's like, well, we can't end this. Mm-hmm. They, this was like the, 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 the redheaded stepchild mm-hmm. where like. That was making them tons of money. Yeah, but they were embarrassed by it. They yeah. hated that like they were known as the, the company that was putting out these that's films. Crazy. But these films were putting them on the map. Uh, like obviously they had other films, but mm-hmm. these were big successes for them. But yeah, anyway, so the, the they whole call these the map up. movies. The map movies, <laughs> yeah. like the golden map. No map. Put them on put, the map. It put them on there, it's and the, they were like the, 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 the North Star <laughs> and the Paramount logo. Yeah, <laughs> well, this is the first time that we don't see that big blue boy of the uh, Paramount logo. It's actually the actual uh, Paramount. Uh, the stars moving around the mountain. Uh, okay. Instead of that like blue uh, thing. Uh, that but, was the problem with this movie. Yeah. Uh, but the, the other thing that this film is known for is it's the first movie uh, Kane Hodder came back again. They were going to have C.J. Graham, uh, who I thought did a great great job in Jason yeah. Lives, um, come back to do Jason. Yeah. And uh, But I guess um, th- this director had worked with uh, Kane Hodder during a film called Prison, which is a pretty cool yeah. horror film. I recommend it. Serves a young Viggo Mortensen. But I guess awesome. Kane Hodder impressed him on that when he w- did some special effects and he was like, give me real maggots. You know, he was like, really trying to go out and he wasn't afraid to do things uh so he took on this uh, this film i put him on the map as well <laughs> mm-hmm. um for i guess doing the longest uninterrupted on-screen oh, controlled burn in hollywood history i guess he's on fire in, in the movie for 40 seconds um that's crazy that is crazy uh mm-hmm. which if, if everyone probably knows kane hodder's biography he did some stunt with fire previous and burnt like half mm-hmm. his body um i i'm gonna say something really controversial here I'm not a huge fan of Kane Hodder. Thank God Jason. you said Kane Hodder there. Thank God. <laughs> um, like, I, I think he's, I, I think I like the Jason in part two better, the running one. I think yeah. the one in part six is better the way he moves, how he's kind of like a mechanical, almost robot. Yeah. I think that I don't really like Kane Hodder's. Like, he's, I'm trying to think of which one I would put him above, like maybe five, but that's not spoiler Jason. So, I, you know what? What, what about f- fat? Fat, yeah, 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 yeah. Bitch sits, uh, Jason. Again, he was only here for like ten seconds, so maybe I'll put. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't think he does anything that I, I necessarily love. Like, I think the other ones have unique, you know, whether it's the running Jason, the robotic. Well, he does of, like the, the deep breathing, and like he stands, yeah. his stance. He's large, is, imposing. Yeah. But so was the guy in six. Like he yeah. had that large imposing like he was i think he might have even been taller or the same i don't know i just think like there's certain scenes i that i found more memorable like where he turns in six that quick like uh turn with the knife over his head like that to me is more memorable than than any reaction i don't know i was just yeah. really watching this movie because there's not that much to really watch <laughs> in this movie and i was really trying to take in his performance because everyone considers like kane hodder is the jason i know mm. he's everyone's well, favorite he's the only jason. one who's like made more than one movie but he only right? did 
what did he do? I guess he did three. He did like seven, eight. eight. Jason and then Jason goes, goes to hell. hell. He what didn't he got he didn't, wasn't Freddy versus Jason. But he was in ten, right? Jason oh, he might yeah, he might have so. been ten. Okay, and that, and again, like, yeah. but the new once you get to the new line ones, yeah, like yeah, they're not. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's better in those ones. I just mm-hmm. I don't know. I I just found his. I didn't. He's not my favorite Jason. I guess is what yeah. I'm saying. And I know that's crazy to, to people. But anyways, I guess we can jump in the. Watch, plot. I found out he wasn't Hoder. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was Kane Hoder, and I was like, "Oh, the yeah. guy that played Hoder is, <laughs> the, the, the is DJ." Is, yeah, Jason. And I, I was really disappointed. So let's talk about the, the plot of this film. It opens up. You have this young girl. There, there's. I will say, I love the recap. <laughs> yeah, this starts off with like pretty much like, "Hey, you all remember uh, Crystal Lake? Everyone here was doomed. Doomed." <laughs> yeah, that's cool. The yeah. narration is done by Crazy Ralph yeah. in the first two films. I didn't catch that till. And it's pretty much like a trailer from Part Six, <laughs> which is kind of awesome. Well, I I always enjoy that about the recaps. Yeah. Again, like I remember when I would rent these all the time. Like I might not have seen some of these films mm-hmm. for so long. So it was always nice to like get that film well, and you got the re- all the best like kill scenes in the previous yeah. films. I assume. This came minutes. out like home video was just starting to kind of find its mark. Yeah, I remember home. Well, yeah, yeah, like these films were big yeah. in home video because I remember my cousin actually had this awesome poster and it was all the VHS covers for mm-hmm. all the Jason movies on it. Uh, which again, these movies had great cover art, except for maybe part five. Yeah, <laughs> no, and actually, I think even the VHS cover maybe was good for that. I don't know, yeah, but uh, early, even like early mid 80s, like. The stuff was available on VHS or CED. It cost a fortune. That's just you know? it, right? Like even people, if you had a VCR, you're probably in the uh, hoity-toity, uh, highfalutin class of the neighborhood. Yeah, I, I would say probably like mid '80s. That starts because like early '80s. Yeah, it, it definitely like that when the Beta War is happening. Mm-hmm. You could like rent an actual VCR for a weekend. At that I, I had the yeah. Beta and yeah. and on and Thriller. I think it was we had like <laughs> oh, yeah. five movies on Beta. We had like Thriller. Michael Jackson's thriller. Beta's the a superior technology. Yeah, mm. but uh, it just yeah it didn't take off, and uh, I think VHS ET was when that hit VHS was around when we got our VHS player. I, th- I feel like it was sometime around there. Nineteen eighty three. Mm. Okay, well there you go. That's when we had it. <laughs> um, I got it for my uh, s- small side sidebar. I think I got it that for my sixth birthday, but my fifth birthday I got the dinosaur crazy transformer thing it was like it's the most like crazy gift i got my whole life you know the dinosaur yeah. that turns into the, like this space station or whatever oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah yeah that transformer so it's my next birthday i'm thinking all right it's gonna be amazing <laughs> car here i come they gave me et on vhs and an et doll and i pretended i hated et and he scared me because i just was so disappointed in the gift it was one of the, the more i love being things a, I, I love being did. a greedy child though like yeah you always think back and it's like i was a greedy little bastard just because like yeah you 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 know yeah, you, what, you set the bar yeah. too high I, I can top that i i can top that I had this, the He-Man set, and I'm, I'm, I can't remember the name of it, but there was like the good guy cast, the bad guy castle. Then there was this fucking set that no one had. It was actually three castles. It was like, each what? one was like three feet tall. Was it called Three Man? It had a track. <laughs> it had a track that went around it and like a vehicle that actually drove around this That's whole it. fucking awesome. thing. Real chains and everything. Like that set, I think if you have it now, it like sells yeah. for like $1,000. Yeah. And it, cause it's one of those things like few people had and it's so fucking big. Like it would literally take up like this whole couch It's like here. the yeah. aircraft carrier. Yeah. It's, it's like the equivalent, yeah. but with, for He-Man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I never got, I never had the air 
Warcraft. Um, that I probably expected that after yeah. this. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's one of those sets uh, that I'm like, oh, I wish I... Kept that. I, it had even the, the fucking door was a lion's head that you had to open up its mouth to get in. But then it also had arms. So you could like close the arms oh, with a cool. button to like lock. It had all this cool. Man, I want to fucking play with that Honestly. right now. <laughs> Let's pull together a thousand dollars. You down for two fifty? You yeah. down for two fifty? Yeah. You down for two fifty? Um, yeah, and that's probably like it's probably like a thousand dollars for one that's like all missing pieces yeah. and shit. But uh, what were we talking about again? <laughs> that's more interesting. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth yeah. Part Seven. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, but the the the, the opening is cool. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, I guess the other, it, it's an hour and a half, doesn't overstay its welcome. Uh, yeah. uh, could they get a girl to look any more like the girl from uh, Poltergeist? Like, it seems like they were just trying to get the Oh, yeah, the, the girl in the boat, the little yeah. girl. Yeah, it's totally, no, that's yeah. exactly what I, I was like, what is she, who does she remind yeah. me of? The, the, it's so bad, too. Like, they have, they have that cliche where the dad's drinking, but the dialogue is so bad. Like, if you listen, it's like, I'll drink as much as I want to drink. No, yeah, I wrote it down because it's so bad. It's like, don't drink anymore. Like, that's who says that. Don't drink anymore. And then he says, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> and then she comes out the door and it's like, that's the, it's so, like, this is so, so honest, bad. <laughs> honestly, this is not a movie I'm watching for this. That first sequence, I'm out. Yeah. That's a walkout. Yeah. That's a like turn this fucking garbage it's off. So bad. I know this is not going to yeah. be good. There's n- like when he's on the dock and it starts moving back and forth. Whoa, it looks whoa, so, so hilarious. Oh, don't well, what's happening? <laughs> I think there's potential though. Like it's an interesting again. They're at part seven now. Where do you go? There, there's some potential there to actually finally oh, yeah. have a victim that is his equal, and that they do some cool things in the final battle. Mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, for the most part, they don't. They t- don't do enough. No, I don't, they don't, I don't take know. advantage of that at all. Even the characters. Okay, so this one girl who killed her father in this uh, dock accident—that wasn't her fault, but it was her fault. She's got the carry ability. Yeah, it's it's Tina's <laughs> the lead character. Yeah, they got the psychiatrist uh, Cruz, Doctor Cruz, yeah. Bad News Cruz. Who uh, y'all recognize that fella? Jimmy, you should know who this fella is. Oh, I saw him on something. You have seen him before, but he usually plays a corpse, and that's all he plays. Oh, is he the guy that plays Bernie? He's Bernie! <laughs> oh, crazy oh wow. Yeah. Oh, Max, nice. So, uh, Bad News Cruise brings her up, because uh, reliving this is going to uh, it's be cathartic for her to figure out this. You learn out he has not that great of intentions, but next door, there's a party going on for this fella who uh, is turning 30 or some shit like that. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> and all these people are the worst, worst. people, Yeah, man. like, I, I found that... The, like, you, you wouldn't say that they're outrageous? Yeah, yeah, yeah completely outrageous. This is the worst cast of the, yeah. the seven, like, those seven we've seen so far, in my opinion. Like, there's the, no there's no one that, like, stands out. They're kind the of all chemi- boring. The chemistry between everybody is so bad. Like, they try to do some of the stereotypes. Like, you had the bitchy girl was kind of fun, but again, she doesn't, we've yeah. seen her done better in previous films. Yep. They have, like, the ugly yep. girl that's like, oh, I'm gonna show them I can be high. Make over my ass. Yeah, but, like, again, <laughs> we've seen that and done Terrible. better. Yeah. The, the, the kind of, like, Guy that's got the hots for the bitch, bitchy girl. Like you see that better in yeah. these movies too. Yeah. He's like a nothing. It's yeah. it's th- this it's is a doozy. A, it's a rough ca- like I I found the 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 doctor the psychiatrist. It's kind of like a fun evil dude. Yeah, but, he's but the again, only one who understood think, the assignment. I of think this. even they could have went further with yeah. him. I agree. And the problem is too. There's some good kills. But they're all so heavily censored. Yeah. Like this is the I think this is the film where like they were even censoring like they were really going after even mm. more than previous. All these films have dealt with 
censorship for sure with the kills. But I find this one, like, you literally sometimes yeah. you don't even know well, what's going in on. In the sixth one, they, yeah, it, it seems discombobulated, the editing in this one. There, in, there's in a great, ways. on the DVD you can see, again, because a lot of the footage is lost, but there's a wicked kill where he grabs the guy's head and he literally just crushes and crushes it to it's like to a pulp to like it's oozing it's, it's a small almost head. like you took like a nerf football and filled it with blood and just crushed that nerf football to all the blood it's, it's awesome great. yeah but in this one you just see him grab it yeah. and you don't even know what's going on because it's off screen you, yeah. you're like i think he like did something like even in six where they're trying yeah. to like play it down mm-hmm. what they did was just make all the kills so much more ridiculous but yeah. you see all of them and they're yeah. inventive interesting yeah. sequences this so six finally got won me over a little bit. Yeah, and this one was like, uh, that's, gotta watch that's, another one. After was it the sleeping bag? Fucking the sleeping thing. bag is awesome. Yeah, I, that's that's one of yeah. my favorite yeah. kills in the series. And the reason that is so good is the sound design on that is amazing. That like thud when it hits is well, like, oh, oh yeah, cool. Like that's one that was cut too. Like originally yeah. he does that six times. Yeah. <laughs> Like that would have been brutal. I, I think I think times. they both would yeah. work. I think that one is more brutal. I think mm-hmm. this one also works so because it shows how powerful he is that he can do it mm-hmm. in one hit, just like fucking kill the person. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, that's a good. Like again, there's some good. There's one where someone gets a heart ripped out. It's just you don't see any of it. Yeah. Like I think other than the sleeping bag kill that still works in its edited form, all the other kills you don't really know what's going on. Oh, well, like the girl they, who gets they, the uh, the, uh, the kazoo in her eye. I thought it was kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, that, that's not bad, <laughs> I guess. But it, it's it, again, I think the kills could have put this one at least. Mm-hmm. Made it enjoyable for that reason, and again because they're yeah. whole, they're so sensitive. I think the director is like almost disowned the film because yeah. of that reason. Like he feels like you know. Did, that's, did you hear his quote? They done him dirty. Out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and and really, like if you're the special effects guy, yeah, and none of your yeah. special effects are on screen, they took away his like magic, uh, like Rumpelstiltskin. They took away the, uh, the 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 straw that he could have spun into gold. He's like, all right, that was just fucking straw. And I, I, I think this is the fuck straw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would argue this is the weakest score of the seven two. This yeah. is Harry Manfredini is not really in there. Uh, I think mm-hmm. it's is it Fred Molin that takes over. He uses some of his cues. The only thing I like there is this cool kind of it's almost like a Phantasm two rift or something mm-hmm. that's kind of fun. But everything else, I thought the score I didn't really enjoy at all in this. Like it, it I don't know. It didn't have the the stings that I'd like to have in my Friday Thirteenth yeah. uh, films. There's there's a fun moment where like she's fucking. The battle at the end, she's throwing I everything. I enjoy the actual battle. Like it's almost like she's kind of like uh, playing a video game. It's like whatever's on the wall. She's like, I don't know, some nails. Here you go, uh, the light bulb. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Uh, gasoline. She's like looking around to see whatever mm-hmm. she can see throw what's it glowing. In. There yeah, is a great yeah, exactly. one though where there's a head that had been chopped off earlier and it falls in a plant, and she picks up the plant and throws <laughs> and it with the throws head at the him. head at him. Like I thought that was kind of yeah. a fun moment. But yeah, like yeah, sure, she throws him water and electrocutes him. Like there's some stuff there, but again, like they don't do much. This is the one I think you get to see is him without the mask the longest in this yeah, film. Yeah, they, they take that mask off. Which cool. it kind of looks cool, but kind of yeah. looks goofy at the same time. Yeah. Like it looks almost something that would be like in a house film. Like, yeah. Kind of, it, it's almost too silly. And not that this film's trying to be serious, but I almost feel like it's even too silly for this film. I, I don't yeah. know. It almost looks. See, I kind of dig the fact that this is where it starts getting ridiculous. Yeah. Like, it's almost intentionally kind of trying to be goofy, like what? the gag gifts, like he's going that through. Is the, I was thinking about this. That's the only joke that is in this movie. It's not even their joke. It's like a, a, a comic store's joke. Like there was no laughs we had in this movie. Like I can't think of a single joke that was made in this movie other than that gift. And that's not even their joke. Oh, the uh, uh, the the, the magnifying. Yeah, the yeah. penis enlarger. Oh, but like, if you, there's like a whole stack of ridiculous stuff that he's going through, they just don't like point them all out. Yeah. 
So he kind of starts off with like the little uh, buzzer mm. bomb making machine that we all had when yeah, we yeah, were a kid. And yeah, he just starts going through this guy's gifts. And there's yeah. like a bunch of ridiculous <laughs> shit in there. The bomb making kit <laughs> we all had as a kid? Jimmy, what about the That little box, you put the batteries in it, and it makes like machine gun noises. Yeah, oh, and, okay, like, I gotcha. Oh, I, th- I thought that was like some kind of metal detector or something he was trying to scan the gifts yeah. for, trying to find like. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know what that was. I, I don't know. Um, speaking of why I didn't love Kane Hodder in this, I actually wrote down there's one moment too. He's he's at the door and he's standing in front of it and she's trying to get out and he's kind of blocking, but he's moving almost like like a football player, like he's kind of like moving around to stop her. Like, I didn't I didn't like like it's just a he feels like mm-hmm. like an athlete, a football player mm-hmm. trying to block the door. Like to me, Jason should just be the unstoppable force. Like I'm not gonna like put effort to try to stop you. If you try to get that, I'm going to grab you and kill yeah. you. Like, I felt like, I feel like Ken Hodder is more of like... Too much personality? Yeah, too, too exactly, agile. exactly. Like, yeah, to me, he's he's trying to add too much personality where I, I think, to me, my fair Jason, where he's just this unstoppable mm-hmm. force. I, I don't know. But I will say that one scene when uh, he falls through the uh, stairs... And like they're like going around the stairs and like, oh no, there's one scene that he pops out when you don't think he's going to pop out. I thought that was very well done near the end. Oh, and there is one kill I do like, and Owen, this is a Ken Hodder performance I do like when uh, it's the, I guess I won't spoil who dies. We don't mm-hmm. spoil who dies. But the girl opens a door and he just goes, boom, yeah. hits her with the axe. And I think that's one where the editing almost works okay, yeah. the way it's done quickly. And then he just grabs her head with one hand and just, just fucking tosses yeah. the, toss the body like she's nothing. Like I, mm-hmm. I do like that kind of stuff. And again, I, I think it would have worked mm-hmm. better with more of those kind of moments. And what's going on when you see a, a doctor, a, a middle-aged mom, and like a well-put-together girl get out of the a car do you say, well, there goes a the neighborhood? <laughs> That's such a weird line. I'm like, where did that come from? Why would you even fucking say that? That's, that's so odd. I think all of it, the dialogue yeah. in this was just so, like, it, it, it was missing the charm that I, mm. I like, I, I, I know, like, Adam doesn't necessarily love some of the characters in dialogue, but, like, to me, that's this one especially, this. like, it didn't have anything for me. I, I can't think of too much. They tried to make I didn't some like any backs- of the characters. They tried know. to make some backstory between the uh, two couples. He's like, are you mad at me? Like, nah, it's okay. Let's go to the van and make out. Like, but they're so forgetable. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to think of the cast, yeah. and I don't know. Yeah, 100. It was like yeah. Yeah, the uh, the teens are being introduced just yeah. so they could be killed off. But wait, which without I, any, I'm not complaining about that. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I, 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 I think up. the sequel to this movie does that way better. But we'll talk about that next week. Why I think eight works. Well, yeah, I, yeah. Better. But yeah, I, I, I agree. I think they go out. back to the stereotypes. But, can we talk about the, I guess the uh, battle at the end where she's like, here's some nails. I thought that was kind of cool that she's like throwing nails and he has to like pull the uh, nails out pull of his Pull the nail out of his shit. head. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. Can you guys think of the cast though? Like there's the nerdy guy that's into I, sci-fi. Honestly, mm. you start naming and I'm scenes and I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, that those uh, people. Yeah. the pothead guy. Yeah. Uh, there's oh, the pothead the guy. Oh yeah. Yuppie they, couple. The yuppie uh, couple. Down by the lake. Oh yeah, yeah. The first time I uh, I saw the size of your uh, a wallet. Exactly. <laughs> and then there's, the, I guess there's the the guy that it's his birthday and his girlfriend that. Are, oh yeah, they didn't really. Yeah. At the beginning, uh, and then there's Nick, and then uh, there's the there's the redhead that likes the stoner oh, guy, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, the yeah, nerdy yeah. girl, I guess, that likes the stony guy, the stony ugly guy. duckling who kind of. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, uh, the I got a date with the soap on a rope. Guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, none of them stand out. Like, if I'm doing. 
top ten favorite characters from Friday Thirteenth series. None of these, none of these are, are making it. it. The two me, main leads have absolutely zero chemistry. chemistry. Well, and apparently they this? disliked each other on yeah, set. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, it kind of shows when they're like <laughs> talking, like, "What's back there? Oh, it's it's, it's a pink elephant." I'm like. Do you remember that dialogue when they're like in the scene and like they hear some uh, shit in the bush? Because that one uh, a rich girl is like spying on them, and he goes to like, "What's back there?" So he kind of thinks like, "Oh no, it's a pink elephant." She's like, "Oh you." Because she just told him, "Yeah, she's like with she's here with the doctor." Yeah, yeah she had just. Told I love him that I love Adam's reaction to this because you can like I can I don't even know if this guy watched the film. You can tell he's completely forgot all yeah. of it. It's, it's completely forgettable. He's like, he's like what? I, what? If this movie wasn't a Friday the Thirteenth, it would be erased from everyone's memory. Like no one would be talking about this. Like it's not worth the dialogue. I watched this like four or five yeah. days ago. It has left <laughs> no Zero. impression, and, and like everything's just kind of seeped in there. Like there's there's a scene with this. She's she's with the doctor, and <laughs> something's getting thrown. I, like I don't know. like okay. it's it 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 was rough. Yeah, I I actually I don't want to. I don't want to say rough because I didn't hate it because, again, I'm just a sucker for these films. I have the nostalgia. But I do, like, this time, I don't ever remember finding, like, it's such a slog to get through. And I really Mm -hmm. felt it this time with this movie. Like, spoiler, and we'll do maybe our rankings of the Paramount series at the end of the next episode. Mm -hmm. This... This might be, my, yeah. from what up to part the seven films so far, like this might be my least yeah. favorite. It dropped a couple spots for me. Like at least five has the sleaze. Yeah, um, you know, and some like memorable sequences yeah. that are just like what. Yeah. Even a three at least has the goofy three D, and it has a uh, fucking what's the the annoying. Sullivan, uh, chunky dude. Oh, in that uh, oh I hate that guy. But what at least has him. Like at least he's memorable, um, right? He's terrible. Shelly yeah. or Shelly. Shelly. Thank you. At least it has this I do remember I his name, so yeah, I guess he's... Yeah. But fuck that guy. I hate the <laughs> but I least think, favorite character. I think all those, there. the ones that like, I don't necessarily love, at least have el- some elements that yeah. like stand out to me, a handful of elements. This thing like doesn't really have that much. and you know, like It has the Carrie versus Jason, but I don't think that is... I can't think of any really positive aspects that come out of that. Like. They don't do enough with it. I uh, it should have been so much better. Can we talk about the ending? I guess the ending is kind of well, interesting. Yeah, well, yeah. I guess thing, we, we, we can do a spoiler spoilers. for the endings. It, it, so, so should we do a rank, like our yeah, ratings? Yeah, Jimmy, yeah, do you yeah, have yeah. anything else to add about this film? Or uh, Yeah, yeah but just you, you like so this one, right? Like you're, uh, I dig this yeah. one. Um, you know, so, so yeah, tell us. The, yeah, the, why? Defend yourself. <laughs> All right. No, you don't have to defend. <laughs> but yeah, just... No, no. He's on the stand right now. You got to... I'm watching this series as a whole. Um you know, I'm, I'm not watching it because I'm looking for an Academy Award winning film. Uh, you know, I, I want to see gratuitous violence. I want to see a movie that doesn't take itself seriously. I want to see ridiculous kills. Um, you know, uh, a little bit of nudity is okay by me. And this one delivers. It gets so that this is the point in the series where... Even the people making this movie aren't taking it serious anymore, and just. But I, I feel like the main it. character they do take serious. That's that's a problem yeah. I have with this one. Is 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 her like problems the abusive and, alcoholic and her dad issues and, you know. are like just they just keep bringing all of that back up. So we're supposed to care about this fucking wet blanket Look, of she's a person. A, she's well, okay, I think she's but... really the only one that you're supposed to care about, though. Everybody else is supposed to be unlikable. But but you brought uh, yeah, up the, the um, boyfriend. Her mom. You brought up nudity, yeah. though, and I think there's only, like, one nudity. Like, this is not a highlight like, in the nudity the, thing. The nudity within this one is 
That's this, I want to say substantial. That's the skinny dipping scene? Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Because it, it's wait, not wait, just wait, boobs, wait, wait. right? That, like, even that line is so terrible. Like, uh, dinner reservation for two, paging, uh, Mikey, dinner reservation for two. Like, the most unsexy thing you can say <laughs> when you're skinny dipping. Am I wrong in this? <laughs> And then, it, and you brought the kills, and I would say, like, because this again, I think this one, if the kills were not edited, it might have been a highlight as far as kills are concerned. But I think because they're so, like, so many of them, like, you you don't even know what's going on. I had to, like, look up. So, what happened there? I, 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 don't know. I, I think it's a, a mess. Oh, I'll give you that. Uh, uh, yeah, in editing, like, bad. I often am, it was looking at this and going, just like you said, what just happened there? I, again, other than Sleeping Bag, Sleeping Bag is probably top yeah. 10 for me easily. Yeah. I love that that uh, kill and, and that's a highlight of the series but I think again if you had that the pulp had which you can see the delayed scene like that's a great fucking yeah. kill and might be top 10 but you can't really count that because it's not in the film and you know yeah. we only have a VHS quality like even that is so bad quality yeah, and so blurry rough. again he's pissed because they didn't even fucking cre- keep the that's uh, insane that they just got rid of it right yeah I, I, again you'd be surprised yeah. man I'll just say <laughs> I work at a company <laughs> that may have thrown out all the Suspiria uh, why uh, Synapse couldn't get all the, the deleted scenes and everything. You know, it ha- it happens because no one, like, th- these companies are not getting paid to store this stuff, and it's like, pay for uh, your stuff, pay for us to store it or take it, yeah. or we're throwing it out. They don't get back, and that shit goes, like, it's crazy, the stuff that gets thrown away, and it's it's just, like, how it goes. I mean, you got to understand it from business. But it's sad when you hear about these kind of things. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, shit, yeah. I was the one that put it in the dumpster. <laughs> we, we, we <laughs> no, I had. probably would have been taking that. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it'd be in my, it'd be secretly in my home. The uh, Well, there, there was an interesting article that I read maybe a decade ago about how everyone thought, okay, now that everything's digital and we've restored all these things, mm-hmm. we're safe. It's not going to be like the 30s and yeah. 40s and 50s movies that burnt up or mm-hmm. the negative lot, whatever happened. Oh, it's worse probably now. <laughs> it is worse. And they said it was getting worse because they had figured out how to store film. film. Whereas, yeah, this the, the technology, I mean, that's part of my job. I'm not going to bore people with it. But yeah, like technology changes so quickly that like, if you put it on some kind of uh, format that, you know, five years ago, that format is kind of already outdated for the machine. So unless you're keeping that old machine around. So, you know, it's, yeah, it, it yeah. So there there was a uh, part of this article was talking about some fairly well-known, and I can't remember what the movies were, but they had lost the digital main copy of this these movies. Holy moly. Like just through like... Um the, uh, technology uh, advancing or through like bit rod so or? they had they had kind of left these hard drives somewhere and some of them had seized mm. and uh can you just bake them like a tape yeah i, I <laughs> well yeah my, mind you yeah if they're leaving it on a hard drive that's stupid but <laughs> yeah again this is about a decade yeah, yeah. or mm. maybe this was even more than that i think i was just out of school but it was it was so it's the yeah. first digital movies that they were talking about that mm. were made in the 90s they were going back to them and being like oh fuck we didn't we didn't store this properly. Oh, so is Freddy Got Fingered never going to get like a, <laughs> a Blu-ray release? Don't, don't That's that. why it's out of print. Yeah. Well, the, the biggest issue that even people... It's a sausage in that movie, right? <laughs> Daddy, would you like some sausage? Daddy. Um, no, uh, <laughs> you got an organ there over there. We should we should recreate that scene uh, for the show. We'll, we'll, we'll put a little Need a Instagram. lot of string. Um, but no, like the problem is that all these films are shot in like 8K or 4K or whatever... But then they they finished them and they finished all the VFX on 2K, 
they're not going back. Like all these movies, half the films that are on these 4K releases aren't 4K because they were finished on 2K. So they're just taking this 2K and uprising it because they're not going to go back. I mean, unless you're like a huge ass film that they're gonna they're not going to go back. Yeah, because they have they'd have to almost like redo everything over top. They'd have to rescan all the the film in 4K and then but, add all the. But luckily, and Troy with Eric Bana and Brad Pitt. It's in 4K. Oh, we're good? We're all okay. Oh, perfect. <laughs> oh, I was worried, worried about that. It's just that. sad when you hear things like that. Like recent films like Marsh the Martian, like that's not a real 4K release, which is just Is crazy that a real movie? Isn't that the one with uh, Matt Damon where he goes to Mars? Oh, The Martian. The Martian. That's what I said. What did, what did, I just said Marsh the Martian. Yeah, oh. Marsh the Martian. And I was like, <laughs> That sounds oh. like an awesome movie. Um, but yeah, anyways, we're, we're getting into a whole other rant here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Martian isn't in 4K? No. Well, no, because again, like they did all the effects on 2K. It's so expensive to do like, you know, you hear Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is shot on 8K, but I bet you it was probably finished on 2K. Right. And it's it's too expensive. Like they're not going to bother. It's it's like you go back to like the next generation. For them to get that on Blu-ray, they had to rescan all the film and then actually like redo the effects. They can do that next generation, and that they actually lost a lot of money on that because it didn't sell as well as they thought. This is Star Trek. Star Trek Next Generation. They're not going to do that for like a lot of these other shows. Like that was like such an expensive thing. But most, even X Files, they yeah. they rescan the film, but the all the effect shots are actually like old. They they and they redid some of them, but a lot of them are just like that. Like that's why you'll go to an effects and on the Blu-ray it looks a little bit worse. Yeah, because it's too expensive. Like, so I, I think next generation. You know, other than that, you're not going to see too many shows. They're I, either not going to get. You know, I do hope like, and, and I'm not or, that hopeful for this, but you hope that streaming eventually just goes <laughs> up to 4K. Yeah. <laughs> Like you, like, well, Netflix is 4K. You just got to pay extra for it. Yeah, but a lot of the you know they're not 4K. Yeah. The, what they're yeah. streaming. But again, like most of the 4K releases aren't 4K, right? Like unless it's a new movie, you know, anything from like the past, you know, unless it's something from maybe the past five years, it's probably not finished in 4K. It's probably finished in 2K. Are you and guys not worried go about Big it. K shutting down this podcast because it's kind of leaking all the secrets? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, no. Big K this, this, might is come out. K is this has nothing to do with my, like, my <laughs> job. Throw this all is, 64 no, no, I'm just worried, Ks Yeah, I'm just worried about like, all the, like, the Big K is going to be like, hey, these guys are telling secrets. <laughs> this is all show. stuff I, I've just yeah. read myself. You're going to shut and us down. Yeah, on the dark web. We're not supposed to be saying this on the podcast. Anyways, we keep on getting soft track. This is Web3. There's nothing to talk about this movie. This is way better to talk how many Ks you giving this? I'm giving this 3.5 K. Holy wow. moly! All right, Diamond, let's do the. Uh, you're gonna be the outliers. You're giving it low. I assume you're gonna go high on this. Yeah, um, I can't remember what I gave the last one, but like, like you better the grand grand scheme of things, like just go I'll with go, your heart, Jimmy. Yeah, like <laughs> seven and a quarter. Okay. okay. Seven and a quarter. What? That's a Danny Bazanko score. I've ever heard one. <laughs> Seven and eight sixteenths. I want to go. No, six. a Dan Bazanko score would have been him, Jimmy, talking about how great it is, and then when it came to score, he would have been I'll like give a two. It a four. Yeah. It's like what? A six. Uh, six. God damn. I'm gonna go five and a half for yeah. me. Uh, I yeah. This is uh, I, I again. I, I'm a Jason guy. I'm gonna mm. still get excited when I see him hacking up people, but uh, this is definitely a weak. Yeah, for, as far as the Friday Thirteenth, this is like the lowest rung for me. Yeah. Um, I so, guess spoilers? we'll go into spoilers. There's not too much to talk about, but there's a little bit, I guess. So, the end of the film, we can talk about. 
She, what the fuck is going on at the end of this film? Like, her alcoholic dad comes out and, like, let me save you, sweetheart. Like, and pulls him in the grave there, does in she underwater. she raise him from the dead? Yeah, I think so. Well, she was trying to raise him, right? And then that's how she raised yeah. Jason. So he was sitting there, like, uh, putrefying with Jason for, like, 18 years. And when did this movie take place? Anyways, by the way, 2000? So it's supposed to take place 10 years, I read, after Jason lives. So apparently he's Jason's been underwater for 10 years yeah. at this point. Um, yeah, well, that, that's, that's a, a, again, another thing that pissed off the director because he had these elaborate plans of these really cool mm-hmm. effects and he was going to create actually like a stunt dub- dummy and th- th- it was going to be like this decaying corpse because that's how this dad's been underwater for yeah. all this time that pulls Jason under. But again, that same fucking, uh, the, the line producer, whatever they wanted, the Executive Fellini producer. that uh, was trying to make an Academy Award winning Friday 13th. I can't believe 13th. they tried to get Fellini um, to direct this. So, uh, yeah, she was like, no, it's, no, we're not doing that. So they end up getting what we got, where it's like he literally pops up and has mud on his face. <laughs> hey, hey, sweetheart. <laughs> um, I'm the mud man. Yeah. It's hey, been hey. a muddy the, time. The, does your mother still talk about me or what? <laughs> <laughs> I think she was actually against him having the, the mask come off too. And he's like, no, I want to do this thing. So she actually I've told him. I've been drinking a lot <laughs> yeah. of water. Yeah. <laughs> she told him Jason couldn't, she didn't want to have the mask. So he actually filmed that without permission. Um, the whole and it worked, and yeah. and yeah, end up getting to keep it. But even that, you know, could have maybe done better if he mm. was actually allowed and given money to do it. But uh, the only other thing I have, um, this is actually the only the first film of the series to have a peaceful ending. There's no like shock ending at the end. They were originally going to have some fishermen, some random fisherman was in the water or something, and Jason pops out of the or water the dad and pulls pops him out and like steals his beer, and goes back down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this this one just kind of ends with Jason yeah. dead. Yeah. Yeah, I almost thought that uh, the kind of like they always have like the the twist ending. Yeah. I always I always thought that the dad coming up was the twist ending. That it was like, you know, there's always the actual ending and then the tag on. Yeah. Like, okay, like they blew up the house. That's the end of it. That and then the house twist blowing up is, was insane, right? Oh yeah, like that was dynamite. But that, that's hey, it's oh, not yeah. necessarily the twist because it's more like how Jason dies, right? Like, and it, mm-hmm. usually there's like a shock. Where is that? Yeah, it's more of like he's like a hero, I guess. And in, in, in this movie, the the dad with mud on his face, yeah, he's maybe like the like <laughs> yeah, the redeems himself, yeah. or what have you? She forgives him. Her yeah. quest is complete. <laughs> like, why even have that? He's an alcoholic and all that shit. Really, I guess she had to kill him, right? I guess is that it for spoilers? Yeah, 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 elevated yeah. horror. Yeah, it just seems like because it never really plays. Much into the, the 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 movie that her dad was alcoholic, right? Like, well, she had to kill him, right? Essentially, what happened happened. The so. movie's she pretty needed, wobbly. Yeah. Needed to have some uh, some, some issues. reason why yeah. she's angry at him. Some family issues. Yeah. To, I guess it's a little to more make her more fun than her yeah. him being like a molester, right? Like it could have gone either well, way. Well, like, like Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street was already doing yeah, yeah, that. yeah, exactly. And it explains how like it's all blurry because <laughs> it's like a dream sequence yeah like it's kind of blurry it's just like they're all drunk yeah, that makes sense they're at a party man yeah. well, that's just when she like lost her glasses yeah. <laughs> uh, the, only, the only thing I have for trivia is it had a budget of 2.8 million again if you read up they'll be like oh it didn't do well it did 19.1 million that's yeah that's not a eight, eight times or what is that seven times six mm. six 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 times? That's still six times is a huge fucking success. If you could do three times now, you're happy yeah. these days. Six times, and that was before they were spending a lot in advertising. Like mm-hmm. that That's insane. But again, I think the worry is that the number keeps on going lower and lower. Um, and then the only other thing I have is the body count in this one. We have 16 deaths. So it is one of yeah, the up there. higher nice. ones. Body count. 
body count. And I would say, like, uh, you mentioned the uh, the initial idea about, like, oh, they were building condos at Camp Crystal. Yeah. Like, I think you know that would have been cool. That would work now. Yeah. Like, if actually, they get yeah. this licensing thing figured that out, yeah. like, that would be the next movie. Friday the 13th, yeah. part 13. Like, we need this movie to happen. And you can have fucking Crazy Ralph comes back yeah. and he's like, this doom is cursed. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be doomed. You're all doomed. Yeah, I, I would watch yeah. it. Yeah. I might not. <laughs> You guys Anyways. know I'm already sold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have anything? Well, else no, I to think talk we're good. Or? If you want to uh, get a hold of us and defend this movie, if you agree with Jimmy, uh, if you agree with Adam, or you agree with me or Kyle, you can email us at moviecitymaniacs at gmail.com. I just want to say I do feel bad because I love Friday the 13th. We're coming up on a Friday. Thir- well, I guess it's going to be when we release this Friday the 13th. It's just going to be passed, but hopefully everyone watch Friday the 13th films on Friday the 13th. I'm sad to. to to shit on this film, but yeah, I, I just I did struggle yeah. with it this time. Maybe there'll be some redemption in the next film, which everyone hates. We'll find out. But yeah, anyways, like you said, you can get a hold of share your thoughts on Facebook. We have a like page and a group page. And we're on Instagram at Movie City Maniacs. I think we just crossed the 65 or 66. Ooh. Nice. Hundred? So, not just 60. We just got our 60. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Al. <laughs> Jimmy, you have anything you want to share? Anything you want to hawk? Yeah, what do you got to plug? Oh, I got nothing right now. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for coming out, Diamond. (laughs) Oh, thanks. Always a pleasure, guys. And uh, yeah, I I think you're going to be back for the final... You've come oh, the first damn right. I'm you you got to be there the for the final up there. Yeah, you're you're a a big fan of that. So I'm really curious to hear that one because that's like... Possibly the most hated of the the Paramount films. I feel is, is like is this not the most hated one? I think Manhattan yeah. is the most hated, at Ooh. least from what I've been reading lately. Because oh, that's crazy. You know, I was reading some, doing some research. Okay, okay, um, okay. We'll get into it next. Yeah, week. well, I'm really curious. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, guys, we'll be back with uh, continuing and ending our coverage of the Paramount uh, line of Friday Thirteenth films. Thanks for listening. Stay scared. Oh.